I'm often asked, hey, Philip, are annuities good investments? And my response is always, no, they're terrible investments because they're not really an investment. They're a guaranteed contract. Just like insurance is not an investment, it's a contract. If the question is, uh, is an annuity useful in financial planning, uh, it depends, right? So, so before we go there, let me kind of break down uh, the decision, some, some key points to help you in your decision-making process of looking at annuities, right? The first is the big picture. There, there are different times when it makes sense to buy annuities and different times where in the big picture, it may not make uh, as much sense. And to go a little step deeper, just know that annuities are long, locking in long-term interest rates. Right, it's an interest rate bet, basically. You're betting on interest rates rising or falling, uh, whether you know it or not. And, and interest rates rise and fall over long periods of time, um, you know, in a long-term trend. So if you, if you go Google, you know, just Google U.S. interest rates, um, you know, history, you'll see, um, you know, them rising 50s, 60s. Um, 70s into the 80s and then you'll see them falling from the 80s um, to current right so big move up big move down right and this cycles over and over again throughout history for lots of different reasons but this isn't a history lesson on interest rates I'm just getting you understand that uh, it's, you're making a bet when you buy an annuity uh, on um, long-term interest rates right because because basically when you buy an annuity you're basically saying hey I'm gonna trade you my money uh, for a guaranteed payment and the way that they calculate uh, the payment is based on today's the, 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 you know today meaning if you bought the annuity today they're going to use today's interest rates to say hey here's what we're willing to offer you in payments when interest rates are higher um, all things being equal they pay more when they're lower they pay less right so understand you're making a bet on interest rates and why is that important once I explain that, then I'll ask a client, hey, you're paying interest for a mortgage. Does it make sense for you right now um, when you're buying a mortgage to have a variable rate that, that could potentially go up or potentially go down? Or does it make sense to lock in rates today? And almost always they say, well, rates are historically low right now. You want to lock them in. That's the better bet. That, absolutely, right? Because historically, rates are low. They've been going down for a while. And um, um, and so it makes sense to lock them in um, low um, the, because the odds are 5, 10, 20 years from now, rates are probably going to be um, higher. So when you're buying an annuity, it's the, you're making the reverse bet, right? When you're making the annuity, the insurance company, just like you're trying to lock the mortgage company into a 30-year mortgage, the insurance company is trying to lock you in for as long as possible so they can pay you low historic interest rates and as rates rise, they don't have to pay them to you. They can pay them to new policy owners, but you're locked in at a at a lower rate, which helps their which helps their margin. So I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying understand the bet um, um, that you're making. So that's one decision making process. Two is what you call risk. A lot of people call risk um, short term principal loss. So if you have a diversified stock portfolio um, that's well diversified, and we have a bad year. Right, you temporarily lose principal. But if you look at history, um, in a relatively short period of time, your principal's back and money does well. Um, but what stocks are not good at is delivering short, protecting your principal in the short term. It's, it's why you wouldn't put money in the stock portfolio to buy a house in a year, right? You want 
um, stuff that's more reliable. Um, but the reverse is also true. Stocks have historically over the long term been great at protecting your money from um, the rising cost of living, which, um, you know, um, annuities and other fixed, in, fixed income assets have not been so great at. And so when you're building a plan, you know, if, even if you're 60 or 70, you still have 10, 20, 30 years that you're planning to live on your money. And so putting a bulk of your money in assets um, that are fixed is a very risky um, long-term way to plan out um, your, your, your income uh, for retirement and or earn interest if you're still, in, if you're still accumulating money. Um, because if your interest or your income that you receive doesn't keep pace with the cost of living, then you're losing purchasing power, which is the most important thing, right? It's going to directly affect your cost of living. It doesn't matter if you're getting 5000 a month. If the 5000 a month can't buy what 5000 a month about 10 years ago, it's about, if it buys a lot less, right? You're still short money. Um, and so in a plan, you want to think through, all right, um, I definitely want to balance protecting principal with growing my money uh, above inflation. So have that factor uh, in mind as well. And the third factor you want to consider is if, if, if you think, okay, it makes sense. I understand the risk. I understand that I'm not making the best decision long-term for the interest rate bet. Um, and I'm going to use it as a part of my plan. Then you go, okay, what type of an annuity should I buy? Stay away from these complex annuities. The more complex they are, the worse they are, in my opinion. Um, and the reason why they write them complex is they want they confuse insurance agents because I explain to a lot of insurance agents how annuities work. And they don't even know. And I don't even sell them. Um, but I understand what backs the product is a mostly bond portfolio, right? What ends up happening is I always say you can't turn water into wine. So when they show these illustrations of, you know, how things might play out through history, you got to understand, um, um, even if they're using, if, if you understand what I said in the beginning, where interest are low, um, um, which, you're lock, which you're locking in, you know, um, low interest rates, and the insurance company is investing in bonds, which means they're not going to earn uh, much interest um, themselves in the money. Um, um, it, when they're when they're crediting interest, if things don't, if if interest rates were not as high as they were ten years ago when they were twenty years ago when they showed this projection, it's probably not going to be that way. And they may, and so what you don't read in the fine print is they can go, um, they can go adjust the interest rates, um, the payout crediting rate after a year or whatever, whatever they're, they're they'll have to say, hey, they'll say after this date we can change how we credit our interest. Um, what also happens is they can change um, internal expenses of the annuity um, after a certain date, right, which you may not read and your, your agent may not tell you. So just, um, you know, uh, be aware, you know, the, the more complex. Right? Another thing they do is they say, hey, if you if you lock your money up for 10 years with the surrender penalties, then we'll pay you this bonus, right? But again, they're trying to win. They're trying to, same way you want to lock in the mortgage, they're trying to do everything they can to lock you in the long term because, they make more money than, than you very likely will over the long term if things play out the way they've played out historically with interest rates. Um, so just un understand those factors. And if you're going to use it, do plain, simple, boring annuities, no long-term lock-ins, no crazy way how they credit interest, just fix plain vanilla annuities. If you're going to use it, that's simple to understand. You can understand it too. You can explain it to a teenager. 
um, you know, uh, um, definitely you can understand it because a lot of people will buy these complex annuities and they don't even understand how they're getting credit interest or how the payout is is um, is done. And that's just not a good situation to be in. So um, make sure you, you can understand it before you buy it because the more complex, the more work, the, the worse it is, um, in, in my opinion. So understand big picture, whether you're making a good bet or a bad bet, understand um, that the risk of principal is not the only risk to consider. It's the risk of purchasing power over time, which is probably the greater risk for somebody who's trying to plan to live on money for 20, 30 or years or more uh, when you factor in two people uh, in retirement. And then third is if you do decide it makes sense, keep it simple. Plain vanilla boring stuff that you understand. Stay away from the complex stuff. It's complex for a reason to confuse you. Um, and that's just my two cents um, on the topic. Um, by the way, side note, like you can do a plan that's secure uh, with a high probability of um, you not running out of money without your annuity. It's part of my financial plan. It's part of a plan that um, I recommend to a lot of people. But I'm just explaining this for people who say, hey, um, I'm considering it, right? Buy it responsibly, right? Be responsible, get educated, understand these three points uh, in the big picture. And I hope this helps somebody. But this is not meant to be financial investment advice. This is for informational and educational purposes only. You need to seek your own counsel before making decisions. Investing involves risk. Uh, no investment is guaranteed unless otherwise stated. And again, this is for informational and educational purposes only. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management.